He'll let us know when we're rolling. Oh, okay. Because like in Joe Rogan, it's just like, and, and go. we're live. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's my little Ian. Que lindo. Is this your first time on a podcast? Me? This is my first time on a podcast. And you're Hello. the podcast man. Yeah, and I love podcasts. You're a podcast man. Boya, 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 Welcome to, um, just welcome. <laughs> this is Delilah. No. Have you ever heard the Delilah show? No. Back in Pembroke Pines? Oh, she's great. She's been on the air for years and years and Where years. Where is she on? The 101.5? Delilah 5? show. Yeah. 101.5. Yes, exactly. Delilah. Light FM. Exactly. <gasps> this is Delilah back. Yes. This is the Delilah I know show. Delilah. Yeah. For sure. And she's, you know, people call her and talk about break because I know just the song for you. Make up to break up. That's all we do. (laughs) First you love me, then you hate me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yvette, what's your Instagram again? I forget. 911 ah, for right. emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen anything yet. There's gonna be a lot of laughing throughout this podcast. I'm excited. That's why I peed before. So, hi, welcome back to On the Vibe for those of you listening. And we're so excited today to have our first guest. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Mom. You can you can go and say who you are. Well, first. my name is Yvette you Rossi. Talk normally. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the mom on this show. <laughs> Our first mom. The first Podcast mom. mom on the vibe. <laughs> I am Isaac Gonzalez Rossi. Um, that's my boy. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's who I am. And we're I celebrating. Spanish Heritage Month. Yes. Yes. Before we get started, we'll just take a quick little breather, a little breath. So, yeah, find a comfortable seat. Just breathe. Yeah, we never did this in my home. It's not gonna. This is not gonna be a good podcast. Let me stop breathing. So Isaac and Yvette, thank you so much for being. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm so excited. I'm not gonna lie. I did get a little bit of like goosebumps. No, like like a big jolt of adrenaline. Good. The second that you're like, it's like I've seen those. Yeah, dude. It's like the second you said, "Oh, our first guest." I was like, "Oh my god!" And just went. Yeah. It's just like I felt it in my arm. That was cool. All right. So, yeah, so, speaking of Spanish heritage, we started off this podcast with some Cuban coffee. Yes, cafecito, a... una coladita, right? <laughs> oh, so, yes, con pumita, uh-huh. que rico. Basically, <laughs> legal cocaine. Yes, guys. it is. It it's is. like straight up. Liquefied cocaine. Please explain this 
recipe the, for those that oh, aren't it's familiar. A it's a secret. No. <laughs> I have to kill you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Mi abuela gave me this recipe and you cannot have it. <laughs> she's rolling in her grave. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, my abuela's alive. No, she's not. No, 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 she's, she's not. not. She's not. She's don't, don't mess with me. No. <laughs> she's not alive. She's not. Oh, man. She's like Coco. No. She's gone. Oh, no. Oh, Coco. That's so don't... she comes back on the other Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. We'll get that's that. Not, that's, okay. No, but for real, tell them what, just tell them what's in the coffee. You don't have to tell them how to make it. You yeah. Tell them what's well, this in is it. pretty universal, right? You get some Cuban coffee grounds. And, uh-huh. uh, but what does Cuban coffee grounds mean? Like, is there a specific brand? It's like espresso. Yeah. Espresso, espresso coffee. So mm-hmm. it's very um, potent. potent. Coffee. So, the secret I think for the Cuban coffee is that we add sugar. Like lot, the Italian sure. espressos don't mm-hmm. have sugar no. when they yep. when they you know bring it to the table, and Cuban coffee has a lot of sugar. It's like half sugar, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a it's, lot of sugar. It's quite a bit of sugar. It's a beautiful art process watching them whip exactly. that Domino sugar. Now watch them exactly. whip. Yeah. Now watch me. It's like a tiny little silver cup. It's right? a, yeah, it's a little tacita. It's like Ooh. a little thing where you'd put just milk in, you know, whenever you go to like breakfast yeah. and you ask for like some milk. The cream. Or, yeah, comes the creamer in it. or whatever, and. You just that's the secret of it. You just have to whip it and whip it until it's like a nice paste. Oh. And what do you call it? I, I call it like I call it like uh, just gold. I just call it like that. Look at that, that liquid gold. gold. Like, I now go ooh. Ah. Liquid. Sex. It just looks. It just looks so good. You just want to eat it. Aw, he loves his Cuban coffee. You know, when he was a baby, he would get his tete, his pacifier, and you know, it's every every Cuban family does this to their child because you, you have know, to why not wire tea? them up with five thousand pounds of sugar. <laughs> So you get their tete and you dip it in the Cuban coffee oh and you God. let them suck did on their tete. You, did you actually coffee. do that for me though? Did you actually do that? Absolutely. I don't believe you. Not. <laughs> I think I didn't think so. <laughs> so, Isaac. Isaac. Yes. Isaac and Victoria and I went to UCF together. Yep. Go Knights. And funny enough, for years I had been hearing about this... Isaac man, Isaac Rossi, you gotta meet Isaac Rossi, you guys are gonna get along so well. We finally freaking meet, and we're like, hey, yeah. you, you're my best friend forever. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> we, it was like pretty just like explosion. Yeah, yes. it was beautiful, That's and we found out that we grew up in the same hometown, Pembroke Pines, Florida. Same street. Same street. <laughs> the same street, like two blocks away from each other. We didn't know each other for, until we were like in our 20s. And Victoria was in that group of friends too, so we all hung out, and it was beautiful. And ever since I met Isaac, uh, we celebrate Christmas together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been birthdays. to my house. Yeah. You've seen the crazy Cuban. Aww. We've driven Noche up and buena. down Florida and North, yeah. all the way up to North Carolina together. Yeah. Um, so That's where we met Ebone Ebon for the first time. Yeah, friends. What I love about the, your family so much is that you're so welcoming from the moment I met you, mm. Yvette. You were just like, yay, welcome, you're never leaving. And I was like, I don't want to. Because <laughs> I love you, Danielle. I love you so much. And I'm so, I can't tell you how happy I am that you guys are our first guest today. Oh, so I just wanted to give a little backstory about how we know these crazy folk. <laughs> let's dive right in. Yeah, so what was that like growing up in Pembroke Pines? Like, so, Did you have a lot of people that were similar, like also Oh Cuban? yeah, I mean, growing up in 
for those of you that don't know what Pembroke Pines is, it's it's in between Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and Miami, Florida. And a little inland. And a little inland. Well, it's, it's like right. west. It's yeah. yeah it's, it's right up on the edge of the Everglades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're really close to the Everglades. Um, and so, just just by proxy, Miami has Caribbean. I mean, it's yeah. ninety miles right away from Cuba. Right, Key West is right away, ninety miles from Cuba. So. It's very close, so you, you're just going to get a lot of Caribbean people. You're going to get a lot of Hispanic people. It's a melting pot, um, really. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, and you just have people from kind of all over. Um, sure. Well, Miami is the gateway to Latin America. You know, Miami yeah, how did you, Airport is sure. right. that's the closest right. route for any of our Latin American countries. Right. Yeah. And the, the, the port as well, the Port of Miami, is for another sure. huge um, you know, entry port, entry and point to everything. There, there are so many different cultures there but it's predominantly spanish yes and i always joke that i'm honorary cuban even though i don't 100%. have like a drop of spanish blood in my body but i was heavily influenced by the cuban and puerto rican culture specifically and i always joke that i was like the token white girl in my group of friends and how blessed am i to know so many different cultures but specifically yours yeah so I, I love that you guys are here talking about Cuba. Yeah, Cuba. Cuba. I even have my Cuba hat that my abuelito gave to me. Right? Is it from Cuba? No. I think it's from Cuba. She's gonna cry. Is. So if you don't hear my mom for a little bit, she's crying. Um, and I'm wearing That's my guayabera. That is. That was Aww. your papi's hat. And then I have the, a guayabera on, which is like just a traditional sort of. Uh, Shirt. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a flowy bowling. It's like a bowling shirt. Yes. You do. You look like paparazzi right now. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Even though you know he's not. Well, he's Brazilian, but whatever. Good enough. Uh, but going back to your question, I don't want to get off topic. Uh, I, growing up in Pines, there were a lot of people, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that are Hispanic. You mm-hmm. know, and that was something that I didn't really realize until I started traveling or went to college. Mm-hmm. Was the difference of how South Florida is to a lot of other places. Oh, yeah. You know, in South Florida, there's, with that Hispanic culture, you get a lot of the passion. Yeah, you, know, you can I, embrace it. Ex- and it's called chispa, which, you know, like, yeah. Cubans call it chispa. And I'm What's like, that finger snapping it's, it's thing? Like, it's like a, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It's like when people are dipping, when, like, you're trying to hit the can and move all the dip to the bottom of the can. I got it from baseball players. <laughs> I'm trying. I grew up with a lot of baseball players, and they're just like... <laughs> Sounds yeah. like you yeah. can't do it to save my life. That hurts. It, it does. It's not gonna be good. I'm probably so gonna have arthritis. So what does that mean to your generation? This? What you're doing with Oh your hell genes? yeah! Is this what it like, means. Oh, that's that's fire, yeah, bro. Fire. That's incredible, oh, dog. Like, that's not what that means to us. What does that mean? Te voy a coger y te voy a dar tremendo piñazo. Like you are in trouble. Okay, you better run. That's what that means to us. <laughs> I'm glad you guys changed it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little more docile. Oh, more you. docile. Yvette, how did you get to Pembroke Pines? What, what's your backstory? How did you come? To, like, where are you? What well, are you? Well, I was born in Miami, but my family is from Cuba. Beautiful. I have four older sisters. They were all born in Cuba, but they came up at a very early age because my family uh, fled right after Castro's revolution. Oh, they wow. fled in 62. Wow. So we were political. My family was, they were political refugees. And, and um, I was born a little later. I think my parents were celebrating that they were in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. ta da <laughs> Along comes this celebratory female. Yeah. And slide the freaking race yeah. on January. So that makes total sense. But yeah. So I was, I, I was born and raised in Miami. I lived a little bit in Dallas right. for about a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Just 
I very didn't know short that. Time. She's from Texas. To uh, DFW, Texas. Four, yeah, yeah, Keller. Yeah, four just more things that we can breathe over. <laughs> but um, the majority of my life, I was in Miami. So Pembroke Pines, just be, you know, Miami grew so fast. And after Hurricane um, mm-hmm. Andrew, I don't know, you 92. guys were yeah, not yeah. even born yet. I was like a wee little lad. I was like a yeah. year old when mm-hmm. it hit. Yeah. Okay, and he was, actually I was pregnant with right. Hurricane yeah. Andrew. Right. Wow. And everybody just moved from the south up north mm-hmm. up to the Pembroke Pines area, Miami Lakes, Pembroke Pines. Well, inland. Yeah, away exactly. inland, away yeah. from the coast. So then Pembroke Pines just kind of, in the last 15 years, just oh kind God. of well, I remember when, when we were young, when I moved there, because I, we lived a little bit. So I went to school in Miami Lakes, yeah. which is like Hialeah, which is, it's a funny thing. Hialeah. Hialeah, La baby. ciudad que progresa. Shout out to Hialeah. <laughs> <laughs> La ciudad que progresa. That's funny. That's the, their motto. I know. It's funny though. Why is it funny? I don't know. It mean? It's just, I don't think it's, it's funny. It's the, the city of progress. So it's just funny <laughs> listening to that. What a I joke. Think, they progress. I, I think <laughs> it's funny because it's Hialeah, baby. Yeah. They, they My mom graduated past. from Hialeah High. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. My mom, just for the record, my mom was telling me she wasn't going to talk into a microphone before she got here. And the second that we started, she hasn't shut up. She was like, I'll just sit here on the couch. She's like, I'm going to go. Yeah, you hustler. She's the funniest one of all. Was it that or 101.5? 101.5. Thank you. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out 101.5. Sponsor future us. sponsor yeah future sponsor <laughs> um but i yeah we grew up in or i grew up in like the miami lakes area so i went to school there and we lived there for a little bit and then uh we moved north like you said and i remember when pines was i Nothing. mean it was developing yeah there was grass everywhere yeah. the, uh, the highways like it was barren on the side right. it was just green grass just like one or two lanes in right. each street on pines yeah. boulevard and now it's like eight lanes. well no like, now they have what? malls everywhere yeah. i go back and there's like a new mall everywhere. It's and it's the suburbs. Yes. Very, very suburban. Right, but right. it's it's really accessible to Fort Lauderdale, really accessible to Miami, accessible right. to the beaches. And I-75 that cuts through all of Florida is just just right running through right there. Right there. So it's it's That's it's, where I learned to drive. Two yes. big cities. Everybody <laughs> and needs to visit drive Miami and yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Exactly. So I feel great like Pembroke Pines is like a great place. Like I'm, I'm putting myself in my parents' positions when they were settling down and oh, ready to yeah. have my brother and I. Like no wonder they went to Pembroke Pines. No wonder you and your family went to Pembroke Pines for South Florida. It's it's, it's a great place. place to raise a family. Sure. It really because like you said, it's close enough to go to all these places and look how wonderful the two of you turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up, that's <laughs> debatable. Yeah, you know, yeah, perspective. So, <laughs> teach your own. No, but, but we're, we did we did great. We did great. We're doing great. We're I doing think. so good. I love ramen. <laughs> <laughs> so. I like ramen today. I like ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Which ramen place did you go to? We went to uh, Tamashi. Tamashi oh, on Ventura. And shout out to Mashi, yes, future sponsor. What are some What are some food dishes you love making? Like, what were your favorite ones growing up? Ooh, let's talk about some staples. I know one. Can I Can I give one? Please. I know one that I love. Go ahead. Which is, Do I make it? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you better not love it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Romeo's? No, Casa Romeo for Voice Home. Future sponsor. Wow. Please. Um, also, are we mention like, what. Things are after you say them. For sure. Right, yeah. right, right. This is a clean podcast. No, no, no cursing, right? Uh, you curse. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Because I should say coño, which is like a. That's fine. It's like. 
in, in English. That's you could I mean. whisper. Yeah, as long as you yeah. whisper. Yeah, as long as you whisper, it doesn't. <laughs> for less some effective. reason, it sounds better. Or like That's more what your wholesome. generation uses that for? Coño? Yeah. What do you? What do you? What is it? Go. Well, in my generation, it's like shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, or fuck. it's, it, but it's like, or, but yeah, but you can you can also say, coño, like really? So it's really not always. <laughs> it's a multi-changeable yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Coño. Yeah, like get over here. Yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah, me coño, no está bien. So interchangeable. Yes. Yeah. That's beating you with your favorite <laughs> okay, food sorry. that I do not I'm cook. pretty sure right. I couldn't yell fuck at someone and they would come to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like... If, if you do it with the... Uh, in, in the Spanish, right like, Especially Cuban, it's exactly. It's all about what's behind the word. Yeah. You know, Pita. Um, no, but my... Future sponsor. Future sponsor, Pita. No, my, uh, my grandmother would make bistem panizado, which is a breaded steak. Um, and like the Cuban, one of the staples, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, mom, you know, because you keep on saying your generation. Really intense right now. Uh, is uh, <laughs> I can't do the sound. Nice callback. <laughs> is uh, a palomilla, which is oh, a palomilla. It's a thin steak. Yes. It's a very. It's a. It's a I don't even know how you make you it. Beat like, it. You beat it yeah. with the with the hammer. Yeah, with the with hammer. With the sauteed hammer. onions yes. and the chimichurri yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah. god, yes, I loved baby palomillas. So it's like a breaded version of that. My grandmother would make, and I just remember she'd make like a mound of it, you know. And as you do. Yeah, and I was gonna say that's another staple of being Hispanic is you say you're not hungry. I was a fat kid <laughs> because you say you're not hungry, but. Or you say, oh, yeah, I could eat a little something. And they, they say, okay, I'm going to make you a snack. And they bring you a full meal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they bring you like Six three palomillas, <laughs> like a big thing of rice and a big thing of black beans. And, um, and bananas. And oh, maduros. That's, yes. that, so that's, that was my thing was, was <laughs> my grandmother's steak. My mouth is yeah. salivating. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, my mother's Cuban coffee oh is, is, is legit crack. Oh, it's um, I make it the right same now. way. I've, I've done it aside, like alongside with her with the same proportions of everything and whipping it the same way and it doesn't taste the same. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand. The, the love in that hand. I Aww. think so. Yeah. Okay. Because every time I whip it, I'm thinking about all the bad things you used to do when you were a little kid. Okay, so now dishes. From what about your childhood? I don't think I've ever. Well, my mother. Yeah. Was your grandmother? <laughs> she still is. She still is. <laughs> so I had all the time. That was like my favorite dish that she would make. But you wanted to know the staples of like our Cuban culture? Sure. Rice and beans are major staples, yeah. right? Yeah. And the fried plantains, you know, that's mm. just like Most they honest. don't do it like they do it in Miami no. out here. No, we love LA. Oh my god, yes, but we love LA. No Cuban food. There's only a couple. I'll say cochinito and barracoa and that water. Yeah. And they're they're like those are good. Those are up legit. There? Those are they're legit. legit. They have tostones. The the thing I always do whenever I go into a Cuban those restaurant. Those are fried green plantains, the tostones. The mm-hmm. But they're mashed. They're, they're mashed. they're mashed. Like they're, a like a re-fried. pancake sort they of thing. Fry them twice. Yeah. Sounds amazing. So so fattening. Yeah. That's why all of you people are skinny out here. Yeah. We We're don't have too the busy oil eating avocado Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yes. no, an acai yeah. bowl. Or yeah. And the, I had green, one of those, those like yesterday. Green smoothies. <laughs> They're good for you, mom. That's why. So they make you rice poop. and beans. Yeah. <laughs> In a different soul. way than That's rice true. and beans make you poop. They make you fool. But the first thing I ask when... <laughs> How are your bowl movements? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bowel movements. My bowl movements are great. I'm going to have to take one soon. 
Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee. Cuban That's how I know it's real. We're going to all have to have a five-minute break. <laughs> we should all go to the bathroom together. I was going to say, let's just do the podcast while we're all having a bowl movie. <laughs> That's a California thing, people, okay? We all do this back in Miami. That's not we My did. favorite thing about today was Yvette brought a bottle of Patron with her. <laughs> Another reason. <laughs> yes, that's how she pregame for this podcast. <laughs> yes, maybe we do need a five-minute break. <laughs> More tequila. Oh, I might take man. a shot while we're recording. Oh, and I apologize for the loudness of this podcast because oh, this true. is going to be a that's very another. loud podcast. Actually, Danielle just taught me that drinking tequila with Cuban coffee tastes pretty good. Yeah, like you mix I'm it a little bit. I'm shocked you didn't know this. No. Well, I, I've I've had coffee tequila. I from the bottle yeah, but yeah. you actually do it like a homemade oh, coffee yeah. tequila yeah. that is really good it's <laughs> next level <laughs> <laughs> so good I can't I, one I'm... more time for the boys <laughs> I just, my mom just Oh, wow. He loves me. Oh, he does. He adores you. I do. I do love her. That's why I laugh. Because that's why I'm not embarrassed about anything. Because my parents embarrassed me so much when to, I was a to kid. To the point where to the point where nothing embarrassed me anymore. You know, like I used to have this uh, imaginary girlfriend. She's very real to me. Whoa. When I was a little kid. Oh, Isaac, her, this is great. Her name was her name, her name was Melissa, right? You yes. Can attest yes. This. Her name was, her name was Melissa. I was little. I was like New three or four. New developments, Victoria. Yeah. No. Her, na- her name was Melissa. You guys did not know about Melissa. I, d- I never met Melissa. Oh, I'm gonna call up Melissa. Oh, so well, she's here right now. Come on out, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> And she had a, uh, her dad owned a zoo in California. Wow. I didn't even know what California was back then. I just heard the word and I was like, that sounds like a cool word. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Yeah, and here we're we are. We were talking about that earlier today. Yeah, we were. Because your future mother-in-law's name is Melissa. Well, we'll see. Yeah. She is. Yep. So. And now you're in California. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's mother's name is Melissa. And then you see, that's why I'm not embarrassed because she Hi, says Melissa. things like that. Hey, Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for listening. Oh, Melissa, the babies are so good oh, over here. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm taking care of our babies, Melissa. You yes, just had a little is. bit of tequila. So, <laughs> but whenever we go through like toll booths, you would have to like pay back right. in the day. And my dad would, oh, or like any drive through of any sort, he'd always ask the people, hey, uh, my boy's got a girlfriend. Her name's Melissa. Have you have you ever have you seen Melissa? She's around here, and I would be in the back like crying because I was like, "Oh my god! Oh. Don't ask her about Melissa. She's mine. Nobody knows about her because she doesn't exist." You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! And I that's see. that's why I'm not embarrassed. Because they'd be like, "Hey Isaac, they don't know who Melissa is," and I'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Walking through and that's a grocery the reason store. you're not yeah. embarrassed in life. Correct. That's because of that story. Hence, actor. And then when I told them I wanted to be an actor, they're like, "What?" How? And I go, have you seen yourselves? Have you seen what you've, <laughs> what you've made done me? to me? <laughs> what you've made me. The only way um, I can release this is to pretend I'm someone else. <laughs> <laughs> what a poor, innocent soul. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Have either Beautiful. of you been to Cuba? I have, as a matter of fact. And what was that like for you? Well, I went the summer right before 9-11. I went the summer oh, of wow. 2001. And, um, and Castro was still like... He was still alive. And yeah. He was alive and kicking and everything was... The embargo was full swing. Oh. Everything was, <sighs> you know, the way it was back when my parents left. Well, actually worse. Yeah. 
obviously. Um, but we were vacationing in Jamaica. And we saw a billboard that said day trips to Havana. You're like, yes. And my husband says to me, you want, you want me to take you to Cuba? And I was like, well, you know, we weren't allowed to go as Cuban Americans. You'd have to go through a lot of hoops to get a visa to get to Cuba. You'd have to say why you were going because of the embargo. Wow. You know, did you have family there? What were you taking? You know, it was just a lot to do. So we really never thought to do that or it was just so hard that when my husband said, you want to take the day trip to Cuba, I was like, well, I don't know if I can. You know, we have American passports. And um, we went to the travel agency and they said that because we were going through Jamaica, that they were going to give us a special visa, which was like a little wow. piece of paper. You know, when you get to Cuba, they don't even stamp your American passport so the U.S. wouldn't know that you were there wow. during wow. that time. So don't tell the U.S. Wow. There's got to be yes. statutes of limitations so. on this. I think you're good by now. But what was it like? Because yeah. you thought yeah. for so long you wouldn't it have was, that chance. It was awful. It was awful because we didn't go as tourists. We were only there for two days. And it was at the end of our vacation in Jamaica. So we were, you know, we were out of cash because we had spent it all vacationing. <laughs> and we couldn't use our credit cards. So we just had a little bit of cash. Yeah. And when you get there, and we went specifically to visit family. Wow, so we didn't really go to see the touristy places because as a tourist, you go to the best places. The right, hotels right. are they want you awesome. To see so you have family that, that yeah, I have very there. distant family what there. Family? Yes, my mom's cousins wow. and an, an aunt. So we went looking for her, and it was devastating. It was Ooh. devastating the way that they were living there, and the way we didn't know in the states yeah. how bad the conditions were for the people that were living there especially in Havana. Um, I'm not exactly sure how the conditions were outside of the city. Mm. Um, maybe they had more opportunities for food, let's say, but in Havana, everything was rationed, rationed and wow. distributed. And they and we were staying in this gorgeous hotel. So I remember asking her, Magali was her name. I was in Magali, why don't you come to the hotel where we're staying and we'll have lunch, we'll pay for lunch. And she was like, no, no, we're not allowed to go. Why? So they, as Cuban residents, Cuban citizens, they weren't allowed to enter into the what? the tourist hotels. Oh, that's terrible. So yeah. that, and that was just a few of the heartbreaks. I remember when we went to go. Actually, when I got a, a hold of her finally, and I went and I asked her what her address was, huh. she says, "You're not gonna know." Of course, everything is Spanish. You're not gonna know if I give you the address. So just tell the taxi driver to take you to the corner of this street and this street. When you get to the corner, get out of the taxi and just start yelling my name. <laughs> and I was like, okay, just like that, huh? So we did that and get out of the taxi, Magali, Magali. And, you know, she comes out from behind one of the homes. Wow. And she's like, ah, here I am, here I am. Because wow. they have constructed their homes now. Uh, like, we'll take this home, mm -hmm. right? And they'll just put a shower curtain at the doorway, and that's somebody else's home. Wow. You know, like, that divides somebody's house and somebody else's house. There's a shower curtain just a shower in curtain. a hallway. You know, and then they add their own numbers on the outside of the outside of their oh. homes. So it'll be I don't know if your address is ten thirty, it'll be ten thirty and a half. Yeah. Or they'll just add their right. own numbers. So if you ask the taxi driver for this address, he has no clue because people add the numbers at right, will. Right. Wow. But tell the you so did have a something. good experience. Tell them about the the lady. The little old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I I um. I resemble my mother. Mm. Oh my gosh! From when she gosh. was, like she yeah. was a uh, carbon copy. Uh, a young, beautiful woman like I am. <laughs> yes. Gorgeous. So um, I go to Cuba, and I went to go see where she grew up. And 
there was a reja. How do you say a reja? Uh, fence. A fence that I, I couldn't get to her house. So I was standing at the fence and I was taking pictures and there was a little old lady sitting in a portal. How do you say portal? Uh, like porch. Her little porch across <laughs> the street. And uh, she looks at me and she goes, you have to be the daughter of Aidea Costa. <laughs> and I turned to her and I go, I am. How did wow. you know that? Well, I look a lot like my mom. Wow. And then she was like, you are the spitting image of your mother, and I used to take your uncle and my son to school. Wow. She goes, you've oh. got to come in for a little cafecito. Aww. So the beautiful part about that, okay, if you think about the, the social aspects of it, they may not have much, but whatever they have they is yours. No. Yeah. And their doors are open for anything and anybody. Sure. So she calls me into her house. She made us cafecito. And the reason I knew about the shower curtain dividing the other homes is because somebody popped their head out of the, <gasps> the shower curtain. <laughs> and it was her neighbor living in her house. But Make a cafecito? <laughs> no, her neighbor smelled the cafecito. Yeah. So, you know, he popped through the shower curtain. Right. It was like, I forget what her name was. Fulana, estás haciendo cafecito? That's a common term. Fulana or fulano de tal. It's like when you don't know somebody's name. You're like, ese hombre, uh, fulano. Tú sabes quién? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a name for fulano everybody. Fulano de tal, yeah. Fulana. It's like that, 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 you know, ese. Yeah, hey, they, yo. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what your generation. Well, I love oh that God. story because that's that's how I feel about being born and raised in South Florida. Yeah. It is so communal. It's, yeah, it down speaks there. to it the is, culture it is. that you all guys. All about how you know your friends and their friends and the friends of friends. You're all freaking family. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and absolutely. If he loves you, and I know that he loves the both of you. Isaac loves mm. the both of you. I love you. Well, I was gonna. Well, ask. now I love you. Beside you, know, <laughs> right, you. right. I but like just right off the bat. But at the sure. beginning, if he brings somebody home and look, this is my friend, mm. then oh yes, you are welcome. Yeah. This is your home as well, and that's just a cultural thing. Mama. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. not no, something I you totally. Very, I, in my home, growing up, that was not the case. There is there is almost like a, a sort of test, like a. a a screening process that right. would occur before you got the approval of my parents, which I think is probably true in a lot of white homes, especially in Texas. Well, in <laughs> the Bible homes, Belt. Period. Yeah, that's you true. That's I mean, people true. like their privacy. That's, yeah. And that's the thing about um, like the Hispanic culture is that you have your privacy, but it's also in public. Like yeah, a lot, of, you'll see a lot of yeah. personal fights between family yep. and public because their privacy is just within the sphere of each other exactly. it doesn't necessarily mean we have to be in the house to talk about this right we're, we're here it's just between you and me and like everybody else just kind of tunes it out yeah so bit. you guys like to celebrate <laughs> obviously you brought a bottle of patron oh, yeah. you know how we celebrate it yeah Can i tell you another story please yes. oh, more stories we celebrated when the heat won how did we oh! celebrate Okay, this is a good. You're right. This, this is, is this good. Is, clack, 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 clack. Let's go eat. Yeah. Let's go eat. Two minutes. Dos minutos. Oh, we love our heat, baby. We do. Dwayne Wade, thank you for your 16 seasons. Future sponsor. I love you. Um, so. That's my dog. Yeah, it's my boy. Wade County, baby. Even though he yes. left for a year, we don't count it. Tonight. Yeah, he's back now. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> so. He left? He yeah. Did. You see? No. But you know what? LeBron is now at the Lakers. So he it's is. like a little piece of home, even though he was only yeah. there for a couple years. You, like he was also. He's you also know, my dog. I feel like if I ever met LeBron, I'd like say thank you, but I'd also be like, but you know. 
you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but he not really. Give the Biden, the Biden. He didn't mean that. Do not beat up my son. No, no, it's just a joke. It's just in jest. I'm like, thank you for two. Could have been three, but we'll leave it at that. So when we celebrate, okay, sorry, sorry. So LeBron, if you're listening to this, I do love you. You're the first jersey I owned. I love you. Um, it's still in the closet. It is. It is. I'm it's, sure LeBron yeah. tunes into podcasts on the vibe. I'm I sure think 100. percent yeah. If he did it, he needs to. Yeah. Okay. Future sponsor. Yes. Future sponsor. No, LeBron real, James. I would love to interview LeBron James on here with everything he's oh, doing oh for my, children and 100%. stuff. That he's on the vibe. Promise school. I promise. For sure. He's incredible. All right. He's always been incredible. But so when they won in 2000. Let's see, we won the first one in 2012 and 2013. Do they do that anywhere else? Do they celebrate? Not like that. No. Mm -hmm. Whenever, okay, okay, so let's just preface this, that Miami is a beautiful sports town Mm -hmm. when you're winning. Yes. And when you're losing, we're also a beautiful sports town, but we're just passionate. So when you lose, we're like, f*** you, we leave. (laughs) Okay? But when we win, we're like, yeah, like yeah, we have, go we go wild. Yes, yes. like go. block parties, like without even planning it. Like, we just shut the city down. The, I mean, I Bayside. Winwood, literally, it's, I've it's seen done. cops look at underage kids with alcohol in their hands when and they won, like, and they just go. Yeah, they, the cops just look at them. They just go, go heat. And then going by. So it's, it's police. We love you. Respect you. Thank you. Um, and so when we won in 2000. My and, nephew is a trooper. Yes, he is. Shout out to your nephew. Yeah, super trooper. Super trooper. Uh, Hi, Daniel. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> be safe out there. Yep. Yes, be safe. <laughs> yes, for real. Uh, when we won in 2013, mm. I was at home. I don't know why I was back in Miami. It was June. So. Get to the point. Sorry, game, sorry, sorry, duh. sorry. I get sidetracked. Yeah. So I was back home and we ended up winning and I was going crazy. My dad had already gone to sleep. He's like, it's just a basketball game. You don't play for the team. How can you like it so much, you know? So I'm like, I bleed Miami Heat. So anyways, we end up winning and I'm running around going apeshit crazy in the house. And my mom is like, you know, my mom is the type of person who isn't into sports or anything, but if somebody's like into something, she'll stay up until 3 a.m. because she likes to be in a bonche, which means she likes to be like in the in the, in the the crowd. Like, yeah, like, I want to be here doing all this stuff. So I was going crazy. So then my mom goes, hey, you want to go Ben Casuelas on, on, what was it, on 40th? <laughs> in La 49. In La 49. In La 49, which West means 49 West 49, oh super high in the air. So what that means, oh, what? At like 2 in the morning, we drove down there, Stop Ben it. and Casuelas. With so our what pots the, and pans. Yeah, pots and pans. Cubans oh. get pots and pans and go, okay. I was going to say I'm really upset you didn't invite me, but we hadn't met yet. No, so we had Yes, it was 2013. <laughs> so you awesome. would have loved oh it. Oh my God, it was insane. We get there at 2 in the morning, people are still on their Losing front lawns shit, yeah. with the plastic chairs going ole like literally just jumping oh, yeah. it was packed people were hanging out the side of their windows in their cars going ah like paying, hitting yeah. all the pots and pans it was just it was like new year's it is it is yeah. i remember when the marlins won oh, in 2003 yeah, yeah i was there oh my god i was there i went well, to one game not at the last game the marlins? I, yeah i was at the, the yeah, yeah. second to last people one. care about the marlins when they went yeah <laughs> when they were winning and when we got the new stadium but then yeah. it was like slowly like yeah. okay we're then yeah. we have bad ownership in Whatever. Let's talk about them dolphins, though. See that? Oh man, I'm I'm just I'm a hopeless Miami fan, and I don't want to get my hopes up. They're doing so well right now. Dolphins, just get up. Just keep yeah, fins up. Keep keep it up. Keep it up. Good for you. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. We're in the air. We're on the. 
No. Like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. All right, Dolphins, future sponsor. Yeah, so Miami is a great... Apparently it's a gr- we have five new sponsors. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like every time we mention anything, new sponsor, future possibly. Um, Miami's a great town. It was honestly just a very amazing place. I'm so thankful to have grown up there mm-hmm. um, because I can honestly say that I grew up with all creeds and colors yes. and mm-hmm. shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, so and it I, was all beautiful. It was amazing. It was all accepted. It was all love all the time. I really didn't experience uh, like racism? even on yeah auxiliary racism I was gonna ask until I went to college yeah it was okay. until I went to college yeah. and started studying uh, theater which st- right which started studying theater and then also you know just being exposed and getting older and things like that because yeah. I grew up with people I grew up with black people I grew up with white people like everything all around and it was just mm. love you know what I'm saying and yeah. you go to their house they come to your house I family mean, yeah oh, it's just family it's you know like Hugh Baby Hugh Baby Reverend Miles you're so fortunate to have been growing up in such a welcoming and diverse community because oh, like 100%. when you went to UCF were you kind of shell-shocked by that or so actually this is a good bridge into this um in UCF it's funny because I was like the token Hispanic around yeah. the town or not the town, around town in but around friends, in a group of friends sure, like people sure. would say oh you're from Miami you're Pitbull you look like Pitbull and I go have you guys ever even seen a picture of Pitbull <laughs> yeah. I look nothing like Pitbull <laughs> not not, no disrespect but I just don't look like Pitbull you know what I'm saying right. and then yeah. I would come, maybe Daddy Yankee a little bit maybe, maybe I mean Daddy Yankee I can, I can understand that but then I would come down to Miami and I'd be like you know just talking like hey guys what's going on all my boys would be like dude Sound like such a fucking white boy, dog. You know, and Whoa. so yeah. it was it was weird because I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I'd go up to Orlando and they'd say, man, you have such an accent. Oh and my I'm like, god, I have an so accent. Funny. It was it was a very interesting thing because I never really felt like I understood where I landed mm. for a long time, mm. until and and even honestly, maybe until I came out here, which yeah. is when I really appreciated and embraced my Cuban. Yes. heritage Beautiful. you know it was that thing where it's like oh my god i forgot about how much this means to me yeah. right and how much i love the mm. cuban culture it's okay. so specific it's so unique you go to hialeah and you go to places like moro castle where's moro castle in hialeah moro castle is on west 12th avenue and 68th no it's not on 68th street it's like on 46th Street. Perfect. There you go. West Palmetto and Bird Road. Yes. Morro Castle. Morro Castle. And it's it's like this tiny Cuban cafeteria that's open till like 3 a.m. Victoria, you've been to Miami, right? I have been to Miami twice and both times were very touristy. I was like South Beach. living South Beach yeah. and then, yeah, it was basically And Winwood yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah I did course, yeah. which is important. I mean, Just a couple things. It's, it's a cool... That's a beautiful thing about Miami is that yeah. those things exist. So do you guys there. have the little cafeterias here with those little uh, 
windows that no. you could just walk up to and get your little no. shot of coffee. And, and the that's or, you know what? Yeah. They do have them pastry. around, but it's more like tacos and stuff like that. Yeah, right, we right. have trucks for yeah. sure. But it's not. It's not in Miami. Like especially in Hialeah, every corner yeah. has a right. panaderia. Where you go and you can get pastelitos. Yeah, and it has the little get, windows. It's yeah. like a little. Yeah. It's like know, a little. And they have the Gatorade coolers where you can get the little plastic yeah, or the little like paper a, triangles. The cone. The cone. Yeah, the cone. Yeah. The paper yes. Cones. There's a little walk-up windows, yeah. and you go, you get a little pastry, you get a little coffee, and then no. there's always somebody there talking crap. Yeah. Always an old. <laughs> or Cuban. playing like dominoes or something. Yeah. yeah. Always yeah. An old you can Cuban. always get the the latest news. From Radio Bambi, from whoever's standing there. Like, so what's happening in Havana yeah. today? What advice would you give to people that are trying to embrace their Spanish culture, whether it's Cuban, Puerto Rican, mm. Spain, Latin America, and they aren't living in a place that is so diverse and so welcoming to just being who you are, but they're trying to embrace that part of themselves? And maybe, just to add on, if you don't necessarily fully identify with your culture because you've yeah. lived in America your mm-hmm. whole life and sure. you don't know what your roots are like because that's not necessarily something that you have embraced yet. Or have access to. Yeah. So how would you... What would your advice? That's a big question. My would mother you... is calling. Oh, this is perfect. <gasps> Answer Aulita, it. Yes. Answer it. Hello, mamita. Hello? Hello? ¿Qué pasa? Mami, mami. ¿Cómo está, mami? Aquí, sentadita vieja. Sentadita vieja, ¿dónde? ¿En la casa? En casa de Vivian. Mami, te voy a preguntar algo, ¿ok? Espérate, espérate. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me just wait a second. She can't hear you. <laughs> she says that she, that she dialed mami. me incorrectly, <laughs> but this is her tenth call. Okay, okay, Tenth call. I love that. This is a, this so is a, I'm going to answer your, your previous question yeah. based on the fact that my mother called me, okay, as soon as she hangs up. Don't, don't let that thought go. Um, She'll probably hang up without even knowing she hung up. It's my grandmother. She well, she may up. not even know that she's on the phone right now, poor thing. <laughs> mommy? Uh, mommy, cuando yo regreso a Miami... Okay, pero tú me puedes oír. Tú me puedes oír ahora mismo. Mami, cuando, tú, cuando yo regreso a Miami, ¿tú me puedes cocinar viste empanizado? Claro que sí. Ah, ok. Mami, ¿cuánto me quieres? ¿Cuánto tú me quieres? De la palabra de Dios, de la palabra del mundo entero. Y nadie puede saberlo. Y yo me saludé. Okay. ok, hang up. Ok, ok. Ok, mami, ahora mismo nosotros estamos en el radio y todo el mundo en el radio te puede oír, ¿ok? Okay, dile hello a todo el mundo en el radio. Dilo en, en español in y en in inglés también. You have to talk English. Mami, en inglés. There you hello. go. Hello, everybody. And, and, and now say, um, gracias on the vibe. Dile eso, di, di, di eso, di eso. Gracias on what? On, on. On. The. That. Vibe. Vibe. Bye. Good enough. <laughs> yes, good, mommy. Ahora dime, um, I, I want to Isaac. eat popcorn. I want to eat popcorn. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't mess okay, with Okay, mommy, it. I love you. I love you. I love you, mommy. I love you too. I love you, mommy. I love you too. Okay, mommy. Te quiero. I love you too. Yo te amo después. Bye. What a treat that was. How precious. So, to answer your question, yes. what advice you would give? To yeah. somebody who perhaps is trying to embrace their culture in a I 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I, and it could be a generational thing, but I think it would be very difficult for anybody who, who is born in any kind of a Hispanic culture to lose that because mm. fam- families of the older generations just don't let go. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I would, I would, I'm just going to say devil's advocate for a second. Yeah. I know I've met a lot of people who don't speak Spanish because their parents moved out here and they wanted That's their true. kids to have a better life. That's true. So they said, you're not speaking Spanish. You're only going to speak English. Mm-hmm. So they really wanted to assimilate their children into the American culture so that they had better opportunity mm-hmm. here and not be looked down upon. But on the flip side, they're losing <clears throat> right. yeah. so a much. form of expression so because, you know, you guys, like you said, with the whole coño stuff, yeah. like that it's it's so different than the way that the majority You're right. You're right. of yeah. people speak English, you know? And of course. So what advice do you give people like that? I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I can just tell you from my own experience. I can just... <laughs> Go learn Spanish. Come to my house. I'll give you a Yeah, yeah. Go to Spanish school. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? If you want to... You know, learn how to be yourself. Just learn Spanish. Just go to my mom's house. Yeah. Yeah. That's mom's what I'm house. saying. Um, oh, man. You're funny, Mom. From Thank my, you. You're welcome. From my own experience, um, I can say that just don't run away from who you are. Mm. And if you are a piece of Hispanic, um, do your research. Find out. Or any culture. Right, right, right. From that, right? You have to be proud yeah. of whoever you come from. 100%. You are. Even, even if you're not necessarily embracing it, the more you run from it, the more it's only going to become more apparent. Right. Yeah. And if you are able to look at it, stare it in the face, actually take time to invest in it and try your best not to judge it um, because there's such beautiful pieces. And we're just speaking solely about Hispanic culture right now yes. for, mm. you know, for the theme of today. But... There's so much beautiful things that are in both, this is what I come to realize, in both the American and Cuban, specifically for me, culture that I was able to see. um, And I really feel blessed to be able to say that I grew up in a place where I was a little bit of both. Um, Mm, And when I was running away from the Cuban, specifically in Orlando, when I was trying to be more, for lack of a better term, like white, you know, when I was trying to be a little bit more uh, accepted, it was... It was, it was different because I felt like I was being just not me. I wasn't yeah. loud. You know what I mean? I was, can you believe? Muted, yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, like I was that's muted. A muted is a good word right. for it. That's I was, definitely not the Isaac we met. Yeah, that's what <laughs> right. I'm saying. Because by that time, I had already foregone all that other stuff because I was exploring and I think everybody went through some hard times yeah. and stuff yeah, and yeah, had to yeah. go back to yourself. I, mean, oh I didn't my know God. any of that. Yeah, okay, well. <laughs> I remember, because you and I did sketch comedy together. Yeah. And I, I the, yeah, oh, you guys were so good. Shout out to quadruple oh, stuffed Oreos. But yeah, the, the when you said token Hispanic, it kind of that I see what you mean because yeah. even during rehearsals we would kind of do that. To <laughs> like we, Isaac, we need a crazy yeah. Hispanic loud person. Well, Magic yeah. School Bus, we yeah. made you Ricardo the yeah. Wizard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
where y'all took LSD on the Magic School Bus and I turned into Ricardo the Lizard. Just for one of our sketches. That you was a there. sketch. You were there. And a thing you, a thing yeah, we that saw that show. Yeah. Pretty messed I up. I did see that We were there. Yeah. Ian was there. That was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. I was on 420. It was a good sketch. <laughs> but honestly, thinking back, like the energy that we needed for that specific moment in that scene could only come from someone like you. And in a classroom setting, I'm sure like you needed to feel like you needed to be muted because a lot of those old white professors yeah. <laughs> couldn't handle yeah. you. They couldn't handle you, I would yeah. say, you know? And yeah. um in the best of ways. Oh yeah. Well and, and, and it's it's difficult when somebody is not used to it so then you kind of feel like there's something wrong with you but then you immediately see when you try to go against that something just feels off yeah Mm. and then whenever like that's why when i moved out here when i said i started to embrace the cuban culture because when i go back home i just see how amazing it is i see colorful the passion the life I, it's it's something that I almost yearn for because I also think yes. that when you're born somewhere, your soul inherently kind of just like, whether it's nature, nurture, whatever it is, you yearn for that thing for some reason. Yeah, that familiarity. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm be honest, my family's the most important thing in the world to me. Yeah. And growing up with that and like going away from it, it just made me feel inauthentic. So then when I go back and I see my family mm. and I see how they are, I'm like, this is who... This is who I am. Yeah. You know, this is like the foundation behind Roots. it. And that's what made me who I am. He actually you know? has a little bit of a mix. I know that we're really stressing the Cuban side. Right. Yes. But my husband is Brazilian. Brazilian, right. Brazilian Italian. Shout out to Ross. Yes. Brazilian Italian. Shout, Shout out, out to, to my people, Tan Rico, my people. Oh, God. That's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that. He has that whole influence from the Brazilian totally. side as well. And they're crazy. Oh, my God. It's they like fire. So you're Cuban and you think the Brazilians are crazy? Oh, <laughs> yes, oh they are God. crazy. Even talk more about so. party people. You've wow. met Rossi's. I have met Rossi. You have Rossi's. met Rossi. Rossi's a different breed. Yes. <laughs> so the population of Rossi and Yvette? Woo, yeah. Baby. Yeah. If they're in the yeah. same room as you, just prepare yourself. Well, you, you guys saw that that last In the little, best way. It, 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 that's the other thing I missed. When we were all there, there was 15 conversations happening at the same time. Loudly. Very but loud. Like, and across the everyone room. Everyone was understanding yeah. and hearing yeah. it. Yeah. You know? God, I miss my <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the thing that like, yeah. you go into a little cafe at 2 in the morning in Miami, it's loud. Los There's verdes. still people talking. Yeah, Los Verdes. Whoa, shout out Los Verdes. Shout but, out Los Verdes. Oh boy. So I what am, is Los Verdes? I don't know what? Los Verdes Oh boy. Miami Garden? Oh the man. The place that's open like forever? Yeah. You guys got me starving. Yeah. And they're <laughs> no, playing. They we play. need to go eat after this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're going to go get some Cuban food. Cuban food. Yeah. But it, Los Verdes was the place that they played like, like literally yes. at like it was a club four in the four morning. <laughs> you go there hammered. Neon lights. I, yeah, I dude. I would like go in there. Fire food. Oh, it was amazing. My cito de queso, my cito de carne. It was like a Colombian spot. Yeah, mm. dude. They, oh, man. Mm. Wow, that took me it's back. It's where you so. went to sober up so you could just drive home, home or whatever. Yes. And your parents would see what you were doing. Exactly. exactly. I Got slept it. in the car there so many times. Oh, yeah. Shout out that parking For lot. Sure. Future sponsor, Los Vegas parking lot. <laughs> Miami um. Gardens. <laughs> What's up? Oh. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it's... um. This is beautiful to hear all of this. And now I have a question for oh. you. What? How are you going to raise your little babies? Cuban as fuck. 
Yes. No. yes. <laughs> and, and like slight Brazilian. No. Like a little and, sprinkle. And, my, and, you know, God willing, if me and my girl are the ones that are going to end up having offspring. Shout um, out to Sky. They will. They will. It, yeah, they shout will. out to Sky Shout Coin. out to Sky, future mother of my grandbabies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so we love you, Sky. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Ian's laughing because Ian feels my pain. And <laughs> uh, Jewish what are you as well. Saying? She's Jewish. I'm saying that. You guys are beautiful. <laughs> and the Jewish culture and the Hispanic culture are very similar. But I, when I raised my grandbabies, just not sidetracking. Your, um, Your grandbabies? I mean, I'm sorry, my, my kids. He's already ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I think I'm going to be a great grandfather, okay? Oh, Let's be just say that. Yeah, I'm going to be a good grand. Just skip, skip kids. Father. And just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to like a hyperbolic time chamber. It's, it's, so, it's so funny because you and Sky are both only children. Yeah. And like you have a, a huge extended family, so it's fine. But like I feel like you and Sky are going to be like the ultimate like... Like aunt and uncle yes. for like your cousin's kids. Oh yes, and it's like oh like hundred percent. It's so sweet. That's something that's hard for me is yeah. my cousins. No siblings. My my no 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 because oh. like I grew up with my cousins. So my yeah. like my family the way that it was constructed was uh, there's five daughters and then they're like the kids came in waves. So mm. I was part of the second wave of grandkids mm. and the first wave was how many girls? It was five girls. Five girls. Wow. Wow. And then the next wave was. Uh, four boys and a girl, and I'm sorry, two girls, because Samantha. And then there were like the great grandkids after that. Right. So I'm the youngest boy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, and I grew up with all like I was the one that they'd say run into that wall, and I was like okay, and I would run <laughs> oh, into the wall. Oh, I relate to that yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. Because I looked up to my they, they were like my brothers oh, no. and sisters. You I was know? the oldest, so okay. I could relate. You were the one saying yeah. run the into that wall. Right. Exactly. I was the baby too. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. So I grew up with just to answer your question, like my family is my siblings. Like they are a hundred percent. For sure. And when you go to like yeah. celebrate any holidays at your house, no it's so buena. evident. Yeah, I got my first. Of Noche Buena last year, yeah. Yvette and Rossi and Isaac yeah. opened up their home to me, and I got to celebrate with yeah. Isaac and Sky yeah. and Yvette. Good night? What is that? Uh, yes, yeah, good night. Means means the good night. It's the night before Christmas. Okay. Oh, so, so like it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. It's it's this. It's very. It's Hispanic. not just Cuban. No, it's, no, no. It's, it's a Hispanic. Yeah. thing. It's like a Hispanic thing. That's and awesome. It typically. Real Cubans do, uh, they roast a pig, but like the old school Cubans would build a pit in their backyard mm. and like roast a pig over the pit wow. on a spigot. You guys didn't do, but we, no, no, really we didn't. I don't do because I, I like to order my food from Casa Romeo. Uh-huh. Casa Romeo! Shout out, keep your Shout out. Like, like we mentioned before, <laughs> oh my God, that they is make the, most... the best pork, but wow. that we do have pork yeah. for Christmas. Well, yeah. that's, that's a staple of any Cuban holiday. Yeah. You don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving, no. you eat pork. Why, why the piggy? Why not? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like answer, answer, done. I feel like the Cuban culture specifically uses a lot of like garlic oh, and oil. Oh yeah, baby, so I feel lime. Like it I don't go eat with meat turkey. very often. No. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a consistency thing yeah, and right. it's a flavor Shredded thing. Shredded pork, yeah. oh my <gasps> God, my Un mouth pan is, con lechon. oh my mouth is watering right now. A pork sandwich with those little oh, onions Oh my inside. God, pango bistec con papita, oh my. Those God. Little yellow mustard, potatoes, oh, onion, and pickles. I'm just like sweating from how hungry that made me. Mojito 
which is that Ooh. little sauce that they use. Oh my god! I think it's time to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so before before we close this episode, I do want to touch just a little bit about what it's like being a Cuban American actor yeah. out in LA in the business in a time where Hollywood is really embracing and celebrating sure. diversity. How sure. is that aided? How is that hindered your craft? Well, let That's me tell you. Wait, I thought it was about me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's not going to talk this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> when are we doing the next episode? <laughs> I could Whenever be something else. Not. I could be Canadian. Okay. okay Canadian let me, let me culture. Hear really quick. We'll get to the question in a second. Go ahead. She really Canadian is an actress. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Before we delve into murky waters here, let's. Uh, so, uh, specifically, being a Cuban American actor, um, I, I'm very lucky in that sense that I'm Hispanic, yes. 100%, because I came up in this time right now when yes. it's being embraced. So, I have been afforded a lot of opportunities to be yeah. able to um, get representation, and, you know, that it's a big. Uh, hot, hot commodity right yeah. now because there's a lot of Hispanic um, products and, and things coming out. Roles, mm. there's a lot of Hispanic roles projects yeah. coming out. So that's that's helped me a lot. The I will say though that it's hindered in a sense where, uh, especially breaking into the business, the stereotypical Hispanic is very largely a role that I'm set out for. So it's like I'm a thug, you know. I'm like the Hispanic thug. I've been yeah, sent out the for reenactment that. Yeah, projects yeah, that Isaac's yeah. been on. Check out Discovery yes, Channel. Sir, Discovery ID, Murder Among Friends, um, Blood Relatives. Shout out Dave Cargill. Love you, brother. Thank you. Um, and so it's 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 helped me because I speak Spanish as well. That was my first. I was language. gonna ask, do you yeah. get auditions for Telemundo? Yeah, not Telemundo. Telemundo's in Miami. They're oh. like all pretty much in Miami <laughs> and Univision. Yeah, but but they do have an office out here at Universal. They I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could arguably get on Telemundo. You could be on a novela. Have you guys uh, ever seen like a novela? Course. Oh boy! Of like the course. Spanish Ooh. soap operas. Talk about dramatic. Trevin oh. Cooper makes us watch it. Oh, in does he? theater history. Wait a minute. Oh. You know who was a span? Side note. You know who is a Spanish soap opera actress? Um, the woman that's on this show, Goliath. The oh. actress that's on on Goliath, uh, uh, season two with Billy Bob Thornton. She was a Spanish soap opera oh, actress. Cool. Really? Yes. And she's really good. Wow. I don't remember. Shout her. out to Shout her. Out. Yeah. Do you play into the ethnically ambiguous? So, I do. Yeah. I, I'm very good at ethnically ambiguous because I can somewhat mask my accent. Not entirely. Right. But I can somewhat mask you it. You like speak Miami. Right. I can totally yeah. go and like, bro, let's go. Yo, there's it's this Getty happening this weekend. A Getty. I met a girl yesterday, yeah. side note, at, a, at like an audition that was from Miami. She knew 10,000 people. It was crazy. She knows Great. Kevin and Kyle Alonso. Of course. It was of crazy. Course. It was crazy. All right. But um, yeah, I, I do uh, speak Spanish, so that helps a lot. And I can play ethnically ambiguous. And I will take one page out of Oscar Isaac's book because he grew up in Miami for a while. He's Guatemalan and Cuban. He, of course, he went to Juilliard and all that shit. He's brilliant. Yeah, but shout out to yeah, Oscar. Yeah, Isaac. future, future uh, guest. Yes. Yeah, future Let's guest. Manifestation. We're going to have you on yeah. that episode with oh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, beep, beep, though. I'll be like, Bobby, just, you just say whatever you want to say and I'm absorbing it, baby. Yeah. And, but he's, your do- he's like your celebrity I love him. I, I admire and, and want to emulate his career because he and specifically, I am 100%. And he specifically, he did that at the beginning. You know, he went out for those roles. 
But then it got to a point where he was like, this is not what I'm here for. Um, so he broke against the stereotype right, and the typecast. In a, in a sense, like, that's just who you are. Right. Like, if I'm good to tell this story, right. like, it doesn't matter where the hell I'm from right. or what I look like. And, and that's what's beautiful about this movie that is happening in Hollywood as, as an actress. Um, it's wonderful because at least there's conversation. Yes. And at least there's representation now. And we have so much further that we can and should go. Correct. But it's getting, it's getting that opportunity out there for people who for years and years, since, since the dawn of Hollywood, since the dawn of theater, haven't been afforded. Right. 100%. So. And, and that's something that's really... Uh, the roles are also getting expansive, which yes. is also nice. They're not, I, like I said, I do go out for the thug and everything, right. but there's not so many ter- stereotypical. Any longer. Yeah, they're 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 blending, not entirely, but it's starting to blend away from it being so stereotypical mm, and starting yeah. to, especially with the advent of Netflix and all these streaming sure. services, you're able and you're afforded the opportunity in order to go and see how these different types of characters would exist right. instead of just appealing to the general mass. And just like any movement that happens, the pendulum has to swing like yeah. so far to the other direction to find balance of course. eventually. Of so course. it's it's a really good time to be in Hollywood right now because of the the uh, cultural expansion and projects yeah. and the, the Time's Up movement and everything and our generation being on the vibe. Yeah. Just plain and simple. <laughs> so let's segue just real quick. Because uh, I want to bring Ian in to talk about. Aww. I love he, Ian. Yeah. We love Ian. We uh, want to bring him on to talk about someone in the future of technology in the Spanish community that he admires. Hello. How are you guys doing? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I've been enjoying listening. In the, I'm in the back, in the, behind the scenes, in the shadows. Um, but yeah, I, I love Yvette's stories. I just want to touch on, I love hearing her tell these stories about going to Cuba. And I think the main thing that I picked up from that story was the communal nature of Cuba. And I mean, obviously, like you guys have been talking about, the Hispanic community is just so embracing of each other and especially generationally like the little children will be playing with their grandparents and I think that's something that we've kind of diverted from in like western culture and so I think that that's something that we should really carry into the future and you know spending time in Miami has really changed my whole perception of that how is living how is living with uh Hispanic person. I loved it. Isaac was actually our roommate. Last year. Last year. Yeah. Two years ago now. Um, wow. I think I, I, I love the mornings the most. <laughs> Isaac would be so pumped for life You'd in the morning. screaming. Making Cuban coffee. Like, talk, and But like talking to his family. He'd be on his phone like yelling to his family. Brother, brother, yes. yo, yeah. And it was good so good. Morning. Yeah. It was so good. And so. 7 a.m. Um, but what Yvette Teacher's was talking about how in Cuba, everyone, <laughs> they'll invite you into their house and really show you that hospitality. Aww, with, uh, with my segment about technological positivity and how that relates, I want to talk about two inventors. And one is Guillermo Camarena, who is from Mexico. And he actually was an integral part of creating color television. Also, Hercules Florence, who is Brazilian. He was one of the first inventors of photography. 
And so talking about these visual aspects of this, these arguably pave, have paved the way for all the media we're currently experiencing. You guys were talking about Netflix, all the films that we're experiencing, you know, these were the beginning technologies of these. And as we go into the future, when we're coming into virtual reality, augmented reality, I think people get kind of afraid of virtual reality, you know, thinking that it's going to essentially make it to where people don't live their lives. Like they just stay inside with the headset on. But yeah, augmented reality will essentially make it to where you could have a face-to-face -face conversation with one of your relatives that's in another country on another side of the planet. And that's one of the main things I think that this type of technology is going to do is it's going to create more empathy between all of humanity mm -hmm. and more understanding because you're going to be able to actually go somewhere or experience someone else's experience. And that's what people always talk about with travel. You know, they're like, when I travel, that's when I learn the most or when I grow the most or I find the most understanding. And so I think with augmented reality, that's a technology that will bring more love and understanding into the world. Yeah, do you FaceTime, Isaac? Do I FaceTime? Like your family? Do you FaceTime uh, your mom? No, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I hate FaceTiming. Ditto. I, <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm, my attention span is, is not, it, it doesn't serve that. I can do a phone because I can be doing something else while I'm, I'm talking. I'll try not to, but FaceTime, it's, it's hard for me to FaceTime. Cause I see myself in the little corner. I'm like, oh, you watch yourself? Yeah. Oh, too much. I wish you could hide that too little, much. the little mirror. Yeah. Just like delete that. Yeah. Just so I look at the person Someone that I'm talking to. Someone told me to. there was a way to do that, but maybe there is. I just haven't you dug into it. Just touch it and swipe away. You know, I've <laughs> tried to put my finger. I've tried over doing it, that. But then it just yeah. doesn't. It just I just can't do it. I'm pretty sure. And you constantly catch yourself like looking at yes. how you look. Yeah. I look ninety percent at myself, ten percent at the other person. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't even look at oh, them. Oh, man. Just because of that, we're going to FaceTime now. Yeah, let's, oh, let's okay. watch you look at yourself. No, let's okay. call some people to you FaceTime. You can FaceTime Sky. Sky will FaceTime with you. I'll FaceTime Sky. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Imagine one's FaceTime essentially beams somebody into right. your living room to where they look as, you know. Like Star Trek. Right. They like are as real. Like phasing them. Yeah, they, well, I mean, not, you're not, not their person. Yeah, you're not actually teleporting like their physical matter to your living room. You're taking a three dimensional scan of their body in real time and importing it into your spherical space. I mean, maybe we'll get teleportation like, technology. That would be sick. Oh, God. I'm yeah. Scary. They, they, uh, uh, researchers at Wake Forest have 3D printed a working kidney. So we're on, See, we're on the way. See, that's a positive. Yeah, that's cool. That's how we're we... on the way. Wow. Yeah. Now I don't have to go to the black market anymore. Can I tell you how much I love that you guys are all together and doing stuff like this and being creative and doing what you're passionate about? Each and every one of you are so talented. Thank and the you. fact that you guys stick together even though you're so busy and you're running around because other. these past few days I'm watching and you know you go to auditions here auditions there and I have to do this and I have a call back and I have you know you guys Bubbles. constantly going 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 Bubbles. going going <laughs> but you guys stick together so hmm. you guys are very communal too so I yeah. think you all, ha all have a little bit of Latin inside oh. because oh. you guys are like For one sure. big family here yes 
a regular well, hero. You're Latin. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> You're Latin. I'm, well, I'm Latin. Yeah, I'm Latin. You are. By injection. By oh, injection. my God. Oh, shout out to Jose. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mexican, right? No, I'm just kidding, Jose. We know you're Peruvian. You're beautiful. We love yeah. you. Shout out to Peru. <gasps> so I love... I wish I could embarrass him and tell, him, and tell you guys my no. nickname for him. Oh, oh. oh, no. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do it. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Oh, Machu Picchu. What is that? Like a, like a mountain? It's yeah. one of the like seven wonders of the world. Yeah, it's like it. one of the seven wonders it's of... It's an unconquered mystery. Oh, okay. not anymore. Oh. You conquered it, girl. <laughs> Go Peru. Go on, <laughs> Go well, on, I just want to touch on what you were saying, Yvette. Like, we, we wouldn't have the talent and the desire to, you know, do what we're doing if we didn't all have people like you. 100%. Yvette, actually, mm. we haven't even talked about this. She is a teacher in Miami-Dade. She yeah. teaches yeah. choir and chorus. So she's promoting promoting arts in the Spanish community in South Florida and instilling that sense of, of community and love for each other and for creativity. 100%. So, we, yeah, like if it weren't for people like you, we wouldn't be able to... Do what we're doing. And I, I, I just piggybacking off of that, she's one of the teachers that students always come back yes. to. Because I heard your first episode that mm-hmm. was dealing with education and how important. Thanks, Isaac. Yeah, you're welcome. I heard it too. I love your voices. You guys have these beautiful, <laughs> sultry voices. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't keep going when she talks. I'm going on a point that she says something and I start laughing. Yes. But uh, it's, you know, it's so important. And I think one thing about uh, specifically Hispanic teachers, I mean, it doesn't necessarily just go towards Hispanic teachers because Trevin Cooper was not Hispanic. Mm. One of the best teachers I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, but I shout had a lot to of... Trevin. Yeah, shout Besides out Besides his mother because I was his teacher. She did, but she kicked me out of class a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, no kidding. Almost oh, every day. Amazing. She would just say, Isaac, just I, don't, just... I don't care where you go. Just get out of my sight. True. <laughs> because Very true. How I like to, you? Maybe like, Isaac 16. was probably a little monster, though. I just, like to, I just like to laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. But a terrific singer. No, he was he one is. of my best bass singers. I was, he is. I'm, sing a song for us. Uh, uh, sing me a song. Okay, so. Cuando se cae la luna. That's all I know. I just know there's another one. Uh, si nos dejan. Sing some Mark Anthony. Uh, oh, Mark Anthony. Boy, No, no, let me, I'm, I'm going to sing. Uh, what was the song? What was the song that uh, Luis Miguel didn't sing? <laughs> Which one? The one that he, we were waiting for him to sing that didn't sing. Oh, um. Si nos dejan. Si nos dejan. Nos vamos a querer. Toda la vida. Si nos dejan. Yeah, so. No, keep going, keep going. Yeah. No, I also like Yo no sé mañana by Luis Enrique. Yo no sé mañana. Yo no sé si tú, no sé si yo. Seguiremos siendo como hoy. No sé si después de amanecer. Why do you sing so softly? Because you got it yeah, like, intimate. you're singing it like, the it's like pillow talk. Sing out, Louise. Sing out. Uh, <laughs> yo no sé si tú, no sé si yo. This is awesome. I love this. The edit's going to be fun for this. It's good. Know. It's going to be good. <laughs> yo, yo, dude, Isaac. Yo, dude, Isaac. Hey, yo, dude, Isaac. That's what Remember he would say to me whenever I would go to hey, Yeah. Rossi really Anytime. wants to do this. You have to invite Rossi as a guest. Yes. Of course. But he won't stop. He'll be the only one that talks. Good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, He'll but be sick of remember when we did it, your like Disney, Isaac. your Disney audition. My Disney audition. Yeah, you sing. 
You sang, we recorded your Disney audition. Bro, those were hazy days. I don't remember what you're talking about. What was it? You like had a, a whole bit where Wasn't it. Was it for Ned? Oh! Yeah. And you did like, it was like, it was Scar. Almost like a, I did Scar. Was that one? No, there was like a. The Jewish one? The David? Yeah. The David and Goliath. Yeah, it was right, like, right. it was a, uh, it was, um, oh my God. Adonai Roe Lowen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he edited that, that for hours. Yeah. And I all go. I heard was Adonai. Adonai. <laughs> whenever Ian was, he would, so Ian used to help me a lot with my voiceover auditions. And whenever he shout would edit, shout out to Ian, current hey. sponsor. Current sponsor. Oh, oh, current sponsor. <laughs> 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 producer. <laughs> Magnifique. And he was. And a great graphic artist. Oh my yes. God. Oh, Musician, yeah. artist. At the Ian Pitts. Yes. Stop it. At the Ian Stop Pitts. He has a great beard. You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. Are you from Southie? Are you from Southie? You're going to go down and do the thing. <laughs> do the thing I told you to do. Thank you, Ian, for your segment. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, now get off. Right, bye. <laughs> Just oh, like please. to thank our other partner, Changes Ours, yes. for bringing us the inspiration to have this segment with these beautiful people. Thank you, Yes. For this September month of Spanish heritage. Yes, so go and check out Changes Ours on Instagram and their website to see what they've been up to in the community in South Florida and what our sister podcast, Shift to Culture, they actually already released their... Jazzy Jazz. They already released their episode on Spanish Heritage Month earlier this month. So go, go take a peek, take a listen, see what they're doing. Thank you so much for tuning in to our third episode. Gracias. Gracias, gracias. to the Rossi family. Guadalamera. 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 rico se siente estar aquí con ustedes on the vibe oh, en el vibe. vibe que dios los bendiga